Big Podcast. It's the marketing podcast for podcasters. My name is David Hooper. Bigpodcast.com is the website. And I'm going to help you do three things. Make a podcast that people care about. Get people to that podcast and make money with your podcast. This episode is the audio edition of my weekly newsletter. That is at newsletter.bigpodcast.com. It's called Big Podcast Insider. And this is what we're going to cover. Your podcast and my new book? That's a question. Do you have a podcast? You want to be in my new book about podcasting? I'm going to tell you how to do that. Fear of speaking? This may help. Automatic podcast mastering. Where do ideas come from? Another question. (laughs) We're going to talk all about that. Turn your audio podcast into promo videos. White House announces Shure SM7B buyback program to curtail podcasting. Not really, but I'm going to talk about that too. Also some classified ads, things that will help you have a better podcast, grow your podcast, make more money with your podcast. The things that this podcast is about. This episode of Build a Big Podcast is brought to you by Riverside.fm. It's a virtual studio that makes recording and editing at the highest quality possible, accessible to anyone. Whether you need audio or video, Riverside.fm will handle it. And I just talked about having an audio podcast, but doing video for your promo. Riverside.fm can handle that. They've got a tool called Magic Clips. It transforms your long-form recordings into bite-sized clips with a single click, automatically identifying the best moments from your podcast, clipping them out. It's perfect for social media. If you've got guests on your podcast, you can give it to your guests. It's perfect for their social media. It's a very handy tool. Not only are you getting great recording from Riverside.fm, you're also getting promo options, things that will help you to build an audience and make money with your podcast. You want to try it? You can do that free. They're going to give you a couple of hours to play around, look under the hood, see how it works for you. You can go to Riverside.fm, sign up for a free account. If you want to stick around, get on the paid plan, I think you will. I've got a discount code for you, get you 15% off. That discount code, Big Podcast, B-I-G-P-O-D-C-A-S-T. That's Riverside.fm. Go there right now, get a free account. And if you want to stick around, that discount code, Big Podcast, B-I-G-P-O-D-C-A-S-T. I run this thing like an old school children's audiobook. I read it, and when I turn the page, you're going to hear this sound. That's because I go from thing to thing to thing. Sometimes it's easy to get confused. I'm like a DJ, man, mixing from one thing to the next. It's all about podcasting. Sometimes you don't even know, which is why. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, that's how that works. Ready? Here we go. Your podcast in my new book. Let me rephrase that. Let's do it as a question. Your podcast in my new book? I'm in the final read-through and edit of an upcoming book about podcasting. This is about launching and relaunching your podcast. It's about 15 months behind. So you may have heard me talk about it about 15 months ago. It was actually on pre-order. I decided I was going to go back in, retool it, build it bigger, faster, better, stronger, kind of like the $6 million man. And it has come out unbelievably well. It was worth the wait. You're going to be excited about it. Maybe even more so if your podcast is in it. I want to feature real world podcasts, not just made up examples. And I'm looking for some very specific things. Maybe you're one of them. If so, you've got an opportunity to be in this book. Now, here's the deal. I'm rolling through this at a pretty good rate. When I need something, I need it ASAP to be able to move forward, to get this thing out so it's not 16, 17, 18 months behind. (laughs) You've already waited long enough and so have I. I'm going to be posting what I'm looking for on my LinkedIn page. If you want a direct link to that, newsletter.bigpodcast.com has that. I'm also going to be sending this to the guys on my podcaster mailing list. If you go to newsletter.bigpodcast.com and you sign up for the weekly newsletter, you will be added to this mailing list. I'm not going to spam you. You can get off at any time. And you will also get exactly what I'm looking for when I'm looking for it. Let me tell you about the current needs. 
What does your podcast help people do? I need examples that use something similar to this helpful podcast template. And I'm going to give it to you here because if you're not using this helpful podcast template, this is going to help you. So change up what you're doing if you're not using this and then send it to me. Let me know what you're doing. Podcast name helps your audience do something so that they can, and then put the goal in. And again, everything that I'm talking about here, it is written down at newsletter.bigpodcast.com. An example of that would be Build a Big Podcast helps podcasters get more people to their podcast so they can make more money. Podcast name helps your audience do something so they can goal. Other variations of this, podcast name helps your audience do something without pain. Build a Big Podcast helps podcasters get more people to their podcasts without buying ads, without paid advertising, without going on YouTube and making complete fools of themselves. (laughs) A third option, podcast name helps your audience do something with how they want to do it. Since I'm using this podcast as an example, here's how I would do that. Build a Big Podcast helps podcasters get more people to their podcast with the mics, mixers, and other podcasting tools that they've already got. You don't have to buy anything extra. Or I could say, within the budget that you've already allotted. You do this in a lot of different ways. I've got three examples for you, the ones I just gave you, written down at newsletter.bigpodcast.com. If you are a match, I want you to let me know via my LinkedIn page. And if you want to hear about future opportunities, the podcaster mailing list, that is at newsletter.bigpodcast.com. Go ahead and sign up there. You can reply there as well. More requests coming. Like I said, I want to feature as many real-life examples as I can, especially independent podcasters. Is that you? Let's talk. This is a real book, by the way. This isn't some ebook or AI-generated book that I'm doing. Like I said, I've been working on this a long time, 15 months behind. It was done 15 months ago. <laughs> That's how long I've been working on it. And if you want to see a mock-up of the cover, I've got that. You know where it is. Newsletter.bigpodcast.com. Hey, real quick, I want to talk about Big Podcast Amp. If you like this newsletter, you will love Big Podcast Amp. AMP stands for Audio Monetization Program. This is a personal coaching program and it's going to help you do three things. One, grow your podcast audience. Two, get people talking about your podcast. Three, make more money with your podcast. I've got details. Yeah, that's right. Newsletter.bigpodcast.com. Fear of speaking? Uh, Another question. Well, this may help. A few years ago, I'd just gotten on stage to give a presentation and without warning, my mouth went completely dry. I could barely speak and I couldn't swallow. It was very surprising to me because I wasn't nervous. I've done hundreds of live presentations. I'd never experienced anything like that. And when I figured out what was going on, it was very scary to me. Again, I'd just gotten on stage. It's a big event, probably a couple hundred people in the audience. I looked down in front of me, and this is something you can't see from the audience, but usually when you do these big events, there's going to be a huge clock that's designed to keep everything moving forward, keep the speakers on time, get you in, get you out exactly on schedule. And I had about 45 minutes to speak, looked down, 43 minutes to go. And I thought to myself, "Uh uh-oh, I don't know how I'm going to do this. Then the panic really set in. Because 43 minutes is a long time when you're sitting there. I don't even know how to describe it. I was kind of running on autopilot, I guess, maybe blacked out. I don't know. Had one of those weird detached experiences. But the one feeling I remember, other than panic, was I went into an instant sweat. I got hot all of a sudden. It was a very cold room. 
And I could feel a bead of sweat dripping down from my neck down the middle of my back. This is not going to go well. I looked for a glass of water. There wasn't one. So that was out. Again, can't talk, can't swallow, mouth completely dry. I took a huge breath and I asked, can somebody bring me some water? Push those words out. Fortunately for me, there's a lady to the side of the stage. She hands a bottle up to me. I open it, more or less chug the whole thing, kept breathing. And I don't know how long this was. This might've been 30 seconds, but to me, it seemed like three, four minutes. Who knows? Stumbled through my slides, finished the presentation. Definitely not pretty. I was not asked back, by the way. I walked off the stage. I've been joking around with the sound man ahead of time. This guy's in the back. He's got these video monitors. He's giving me the wireless unit. He gets me set up. Real nice guy. And he comes over to the side afterwards, doesn't say a thing. Removes it, walks away. I was like, oh man, this is bad. As I mentioned, I had done dozens of speeches prior to that one, maybe a hundred. And that had never happened to me before. It's in the past. It's a good story. I'm not really worried about it happening again, but I know that it could happen again. Here's some advice from speaking coach Jam Gamble. This is something that I try to keep in mind. I've got it linked. I've got it listed at newsletter.bigpodcast.com. Number one is don't strive for perfection. Number two, don't worry about a hook. Number three, don't listen to everyone. Number four, don't guess. And number five, don't be silent. I'm going to go a little bit deeper into this here than I did on the written newsletter because there are three things that happened to me on that event that I realized looking at this list and I realized just from the experience set me up to fail. And one of those things was don't strive for perfection. There was a lot of pressure on me. I sent in my slides and there were a few things that I just never had to deal with before. First thing is they wanted their attorneys to look at it. Oh, we got to make sure this speech is okay. All right. So I'm already like, all right, <laughs> a lot of pressure there. Like I'm going to get you guys in trouble. The other thing was because this was a big event, I was more or less on the trade show floor and there were certain people exhibiting there. If I gave any examples, he was like, all right, look, I'm going to need you to kind of be even handed on these examples because I'm going to hear about it if you're not. So for example, it's a music convention. If you're talking about Gibson guitar and we got Fender there and they're also paying for the same booth, you really kind of need to show Fender some love. I was like, uh, okay, there's more and more pressure for me to do this thing right. Worried about the legalese somehow. I don't know. I mean, dude, I talk about podcasting. I didn't know we were going to get into that, but here we are. Then he's got an issue with keeping his clients happy, the people on the trade show floor. And I've got to be even handed about that. And then He's concerned about the hook that I've got. He looks at the slides and goes, man, you know, I really don't know where you're going with this because how I speak is more or less a photo. I'm not one of these speakers that reads from slides. There's a ton of text, 10 point type. Here's 50 things you need to do to do this. I do not do that. I've got basically big ideas that I talk about. And yeah, we're going to go into the details, but this is memorized by me. Now, here's the issue that I ran into. And this is one of the things that made me nervous. I've got this guy, he's got the legalese and he's got his people that want to approve this stuff. All right, cool. He doesn't understand my style of speaking. He's used to these guys that they're more or less reading off the slides. That's not me. I'm used to doing live radio, podcasting, thinking on my feet. And I'm not saying this is actually the best way to do that because sometimes that can be a little bit loose, but I wanted to be prepared. And that's where I started to get nervous. I didn't trust myself 
after him coming to me and saying, all right, we got the legalese, we got the client things and you need to balance this and make sure all these clients are happy. And I was like, whoa, whoa, those are your clients, man, not mine. I'm here to talk about some big ideas. I'm not going to get anybody in trouble, but damn, this is uh, a lot of pressure on me. Then the video camera is there. I've got people in the audience that I know. I'm not worried about the numbers of people. Ironically, I just done live radio going out to about 30,000 people from that same trade show floor in a booth about three rows over. Not nervous at all. Then getting on this little B stage where I changed my presentation up at the last minute and uh, start thinking about that. And then to top it all off, remember, it's a music convention. And I'm in between the guitar amp row where these manufacturers, Marshall, Mesa Boogie, they're demonstrating their stuff and it is loud as hell. And on the other side of me, drum manufacturers, Pearl, Ludwig, DW, boom, boom, boom. That's loud as hell. So loud that the audience is listening to me via headphones. I can't even hear myself speak on stage without having the mic and using the monitor. So I had this weird sensory thing. It was weird. It's like speaking underwater or something. I'm not blaming that for what happened. Again, this is water under the bridge. It's a great story to tell. But I know that a lot of podcasters, we're used to being in the studio right now. I'm in a five by eight room. All this stuff is edited. So you say, oh man, Dave sounds smooth. I'm like, yeah, well, yeah, it's edited. I hope so. <laughs> it's not that smooth going in. It's smooth before it gets to you. And we don't have that live. Then live audience, anything can happen. I've told this story here before. I was speaking in Atlanta one time. This guy stands up. He said, you don't know what the fuck you're talking about. I was like, oh, you got to think on your feet for something like that. And if you get in a situation like that, where somebody in the audience is agitated, or you're on stage and you can't hear yourself. I've done live events where I can't hear my guest because of monitor issues. So I'm asking a question. They can hear me. I can't hear them to respond to them. That throws things off. Don't strive for perfection. People aren't expecting perfect. They want to see you. Don't worry about a hook. Well, you know, I had to get in and out. I had 45 minutes. That sounds like a lot. But I want to give people a clear beginning, a middle, and an end. Easier to do on podcasting because you can outline things. You can have your notes right there. And again, I'm not reading off the board, not in a live speaking event. I would suggest you not do that. That's a great way to bore the bejesus out of somebody. But you can be worried about that if you don't have those crutches. And that third thing, don't listen to everyone. Trust your judgment, man. There's a reason these guys brought me in. And then they're going to second guess and try to micromanage. Just be aware of these things. Trust yourself. Get them to trust you. Don't worry about the hook. Get up there and bring your message. If you know your message, front back and middle, and you should if you're up speaking in front of one of these audiences, especially if it's the same message as your podcast, you're speaking about this stuff a lot. You got a lot of time behind the mic. If you do it in your podcast, you can do it live. Is it a little bit of a different situation? Yeah, it is. Because you're going to have to respond to things that are happening as they're happening. Oh, can I get some water? <laughs> I got a water in front of me. You're never going to hear me drink it though, because that stuff is edited out. Those pauses are edited out. Anyway, if you're thinking about doing live stuff, and I would 100% recommend that you do that. Get out, touch some grass, meet some people. Live events are one of the best ways to grow your podcast. I've got these thoughts on how to do it right from speaking coach Jan Gamble linked at newsletter.bigpodcast.com. Automatic podcast mastering. Loudness.fm, that is the URL. It's an automatic podcast mastering service for podcasters who want to sound great without worrying about all the technical stuff. I use Isotope RX. There are a lot of knobs and buttons on something like Isotope RX. Loudness.fm, eh, not so much. You just drag in your audio, loudness gets to work. 
It does loudness normalization. That means it sets your overall loudness to the podcast standard. And that's great if you're doing anything that somebody's listening to in a car, on a subway, in the gym. You don't want somebody having to ride the volume. A normalized podcast is on before yours. You know, we listen to podcasts in a row, one right after the other. Maybe somebody's listening to something from NPR, something that is going to be normalized, then yours comes on and it's really quiet. They got to ride that volume up. And then the guest comes on and he's very loud and they got to take it back down and you come on and you're going, you got to take it back up. Don't do that. Loudness normalization, that is automatic with loudness.fm. Level balance, that's related. That's what I'm talking about when you've got the same guest where somebody's loud and then somebody's quiet. It gives listeners consistent loudness levels so they don't have to be riding that volume. Noise reduction, that means reducing background noise during speech. It works on hiss, hum, street noise, and more. Trimming silence, long periods of silence. I do not like this feature. I don't want to automate that. I want to do that on my own. Sometimes a pause like that is going to make something stand out just a little bit more. It's a musician in me. Jazz music, you listen to jazz? It's not just some guy. Sometimes it's one note or two. B.B. King, blues guitarist, one note. That's all it took. Just sit there. Let that note sink in. That can be you and your podcast. It's free for two hours a month. Check it out. Throw your audio in there. See if it can make you sound better. I've got it linked. Newsletter.bigpodcast.com. I've got a fun video for you. It's going to get you thinking about where ideas come from. I interview a lot of musicians and songwriters. Podcasters know me for this podcast, Build a Big Podcast, but the general public, they know me from Music Business Radio. This is a syndicated broadcast show I've had since 2005. And these are the kind of people that I talk to, creative people, people who get ideas and they make something of those ideas. And I've discussed this topic so many times, I can't even tell you. It's a super common theme. And this is what I hear most often. Ideas are everywhere, but it is up to us to be receptive of them. And if you're not, somebody else will be. Another variation of that. Ideas are like fish swimming all around us, just waiting to be caught. I agree with that. I think ideas are everywhere. I think we've got to have an antenna up. I think we've got to be listening, be aware. Anna Wintour, editor of Vogue magazine. She's got a great quote. She says, always look out the window. That's us. Always look out the window. For her, New York City, she's in a cab, always look out the window. Don't just have your head in your phone, being completely oblivious to the world around you. Think about her. Vogue magazine, number one fashion magazine in the world. A lot of power there. She'd be going through things from the office or she could be watching what's on the street. That's where things happen first. That's where new styles come from. That's where trends come from. That is where the fashion world begins. That is helping her at her job. It is helping us with our job to have an ear to the street, that antenna up, always be listening. I want you to check out this video. Where do ideas come from? I've got it linked. It's at newsletter.bigpodcast.com. And I want to know what you think. Where do ideas come from? Reach out to me, Mastodon, Blue Sky, or Threads. Turn your audio podcast into promo videos. This is more than just an audiogram tool. It's called Sound Made Scene. It's very cool. Multiple audio upload options. You can select podcast, upload audio files, record directly, or use text-to-speech functionality. They've got customizable design templates, highly accurate transcriptions, and also one-click content analysis. It is worth a look, especially for the $39 price. I've got a special link, newsletter.bigpodcast.com. 
White House announces Shure SM7B buyback program to curtail podcasting. Today, Americans can sleep better knowing that their families are safer from random acts of podcasting, Joe Biden said. While this is an incredible first step in getting podcasts off the street, we know that more work is needed to keep our citizens safe from men having a quarter-life crisis and deciding the world needs to hear them and their equally unfunny friends. (laughs) That's a joke. I've got the entire article linked at newsletter.bigpodcast.com. As much as I think it is easy to record and publish audio these days, one downside is that we've gotten very comfortable having zero filters, essentially flooding the market with content, content, I'm going to put that in quote, and letting listeners or algorithms deal with our lack of self-control. You'll hear people say this all the time, man, just throw it out there, see if it sticks, see if people want it. Yeah, I get it. I get it. There's something to that. But what that does for the people that are connected to you, the true fans, the people that you really want to work for, that's annoying to them. And it dilutes the really great content that you've got. So these online gurus, they're basically human shotguns. Boom! I released 400 pieces of content today. And look, I like it if you release small clips, something from within your podcast that promotes people to come to your podcast, like I talked about earlier with Riverside.fm. That's great. But what you don't want to do is release 800 individual pieces of content, have a guy with a camera follow you around all the time, (laughs) let him record when you're eating, record when you're in the car, record when you're working out. No, you are not that interesting. More or less right now, what we've got is unlimited tape, studio time, airtime. Before we had that, we were forced to make decisions on what we recorded and released. These days, we can skip that process entirely, release everything. No. No, absolutely not. You're doing your true fans a disservice. You want to tape everything? You want to edit it? Okay, great. That's fine. Maybe there's some good stuff to come from that. But I'm going to go with Abe Lincoln on this, talking about chopping down a tree. Give me five hours to chop down the tree. Four hours I'll spend sharpening the axe. One hour for chopping. Something like that. Don't just get in the studio. Hope a song comes out of it. No, no. No, man. Write it on paper. Rehearse it. Get in the studio and mean business. You should be doing that with your content. Plus, who wants to be on all the time? I mean, maybe that's part of the problem. We're not on and it's boring. But still, it's that low-level energy of a camera in your face all the time. No. You act differently when the camera's on, when the recorder's on. Don't do that to yourself and don't do that to the people around you. Anyway, it's a funny article. The SM7B buyback program to curtail podcasting is something to think about. Does this need to be a podcast? Ask yourself that. More thoughts, newsletter.bigpodcast.com. Classified ads for you. Swell AI automates writing podcast summaries, articles, social posts, and more. You can manage multiple shows in one dashboard, build custom templates for each show. It connects with Google Drive, Dropbox, and Zoom. It makes it very easy to get automated episode notes and other content from your podcast episode. This is what I'm talking about when it comes to creating good content. You take something like your podcast, something that's quality, Chop it up a little bit. Serve it up in different ways. Taco Bell, baby. What does Taco Bell do? They got beans. They got rice. They've got a tortilla. They got sauce. They got lettuce. They got cheese. Wrap it up in different ways. One way it's called a burrito. The other way it's called a taco. The other way it's a chimichanga. It's the same thing. Just wrapped up in a different case. Think about that with your podcasting content. If you want to automate some of that, Swell AI. I've got the link. Newsletter.bigpodcast.com. PodPage, 
You need a website for your podcast? Yeah, you do. You can join over 25,000 podcasters and automatically create a beautiful listener-friendly podcast site from your RSS feed. This is exactly what I'm talking about. You got the work done. It's in your RSS feed. Automatically make it into a website. PodPage is the simplest way to create a podcast website. You can try it for free. I've got a special link for you to do that. It's at newsletter.bigpodcast.com. Hey, thanks for listening. When you're ready, here's how I can help you even more. If you want to shortcut the podcast building process to make a podcast that people care about, I've got some things that are free of charge. Big Podcast Daily is my daily newsletter. And again, all these things are linked, newsletter.bigpodcast.com. I've also got a podcast growth toolkit. This is the Swiss Army knife of podcasting. I've got episode templates, title templates. I've got a music release form. All this in the podcast growth toolkit. That is free. All these links at newsletter.bigpodcast.com. If you've got a little bit more money, under $750, let us say that. Big Podcast Amp, audio monetization program. I mentioned this earlier. It's a personalized coaching program for indie podcasters to help you grow your podcast audience, build your authority, brand, and reputation. You're going to work with me one-on-one. You're going to get connected to some other great podcasters. I've got information for you at newsletter.bigpodcast.com. That is it. But before you go, let's make sure you're subscribed. Bigpodcast.com slash subscribe. That is the subscribe page to make sure that you never miss an episode of Build a Big Podcast. I make it easy for you. You can steal this subscribe page if you want to. Don't have one? Yeah, yeah, you need one, man. You need one. That's how people are going to sign up for your podcast. And that is the first thing you should do if you want to grow your podcast audience. Check mine out at bigpodcast.com slash subscribe. I've got three buttons for you. One for Android, one for iPhone, and the other is an RSS feed. And if you don't like buttons, I've got a QR code for you. Scan it with your phone. Subscribe and never miss an episode. That's bigpodcast.com slash subscribe. I will see you there. And once you're subscribed, I will see you here on the next episode of Build a Big Podcast.